welcome to the world of Pokémon. My name is Chris. People call me the Pokémon Prof. This world is inhabited by creatures called Pokémon. For some people, Pokémon are pets. I'm Louisa, a Pokémon breeder. Others use them for fights. I'm Jeff, a Pokémon trainer. Myself? I study Pokémon as a profession. Recorded live from Palatown, this is Someone's PC, a Pokémon podcast. Hello, welcome. This episode is about Tauros. Number 128, the wild bull Pokemon, known in Japan as Kentoros. Chris, please describe this Pokemon. Okay, Tauros is a bull Pokemon. Uh, it's a uh, it's shaped like a bull. It looks very much like a bull in general. Uh, but if you mixed a bull with a bison, it has sort of a big dark brown mane. Uh, with a bull head with silver metallic horns uh, and three silver dots going along its forehead. Uh, it's got a light brown body and head, and it has a tail that splits into three parts, each one ending with a gray tuft. Pretty good. Um, it is a male-only Pokemon, a counterpart to... Um... Chris's favorite Pokemon, Miltank. <laughs> it's not gonna um, work. This is ludicrous. Female, How dare you? Female only Pokemon. Um, it's a normal. The type. people know, Jeff. The people know. <laughs> Here's the thing about Tauros. In Generation One, it was the best Pokemon. Tauros and Snorlax were the two best ones, objectively. Uh, is that true? Why? Uh, well, besides Mewtwo and Mew. Um, it just it had decent stats, and you could teach it Hyper Beam. And there was a glitch where you wouldn't have to take that rest turn if you killed the Pokemon in one hit with Hyper Beam. Huh. Oh, that's pretty no. good. No thanks. <laughs> yeah, so Tauros was uh, incredibly good. Also, because it's a normal type, and Hyper Beam is a normal type move, it would be one and a half times as effective. So you would want a normal type using Hyper Beam uh, for maximum effectiveness, and I think Tauros at the time had the highest attack of normal type Pokemon. Maybe it was like tied with um, Snorlax or something. It's also got good speed. That's another reason, because you want to go first so that you don't get knocked out. Mm. Nope. Jigglypuff was the best of the original Pokemon. Oh, so, sorry. Jigglypuff could be easily defeated in battle, and therefore, competitively, it's uh, very bad. <laughs> yes, the only form of measurement how effective it is in battle. Um, it is, it is my job as a trainer to judge the battle effectiveness of these Pokemon. <laughs> as a superficial person, I am in love with this uh, shiny Tauros. I've never seen this before. <laughs> yeah, it's like a lemon-lime Tauros. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. It's it's got a yellow body and the uh bison uh mane is green and its little nose is green too. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Uh yeah, it's very strange. Um I like I like these the Pokemon that like belong to families with each other despite not like evolving together or anything. Um, like Miltank and Tauros go together for some reason. Uh, they have like the same base stat total and they're both cows. Um, and then there's like uh, Pasimian and Oranguru who were in um, 
uh, the Alola region that are, they, like, look alike, but they don't evolve into each other. It's just, like, they're friends or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, I, uh... Hmm. Oh, also, Tauros could learn Blizzard was part of why it was very strong. Which allowed yeah, that doesn't make any sense. That allows it to very easily kill Dragonite, another very strong Pokemon, because it's quadruply effective against it. Hmm. I, why is it's... Oh, I see. It's Japanese name, uh, Kentoros, is like Centaur. Uh, like the Greek word for, like the Greek word for centaur. It's not a centaur, though. No, it's not. It's not, it's got neither of the centaur parts, like the horse bottom or the man top. Oh, um, man. It's Cantonese name translates to big cow. I think that's fun. I like that it's, it seems to be one of the, um, in lots of mythology, but I know in Japanese mythology about cats, the idea that a spirit, a trickster, an evil spirit, could look like a regular cat, but you'd know it was it wasn't really a cat because it had two tails. And this just looks pretty much like it's a bull, but it has those three tails. Mmm. That's how you know it's a trickster, and it's going to uh make your rice fields fall fallow or whatever. That's that's what <laughs> yeah. demons in Japanese mythology usually do, right? Yeah. Or then they like curse one of your kids to have to always walk backwards. Uh, sure. <laughs> I don't know that one. <laughs> no. Uh, it seems make-believe. I probably made it up. Um, I... I don't know if I've ever trained a Tauros, even though it's, like, cool? It's one of the <laughs> No, cool it's Pokemon. just very bland. No, it's not. It's so bland. It's just an animal. But it's, like, tough. So what? <laughs> I think that's cool. Uh, also, of course you do. Also, it's funny that it can learn like Hyper Beam and Surf. Where's it? How does it do that? <laughs> yeah. How does that work? <laughs> yeah, it, could, it couldn't always learn Surf, but now now it can. They f- they fixed that problem of there not being a surfing cow <laughs> in the world. <laughs> um. I don't know. Uh, I don't want to give it a super effective, but like normal seems unfair. I guess I'm going to give it a normal effective. I'm going to give it a not very effective because it's just so boring. It's just an empty Pokemon. I'm going to give it a normal effective also because it's boring, and I'm going to give the shiny version a super effective (laughs) which is unprecedented because I love it, and if I had one I would just look at it all the time. Oh, there was one thing I wanted to touch on. Um, Tauros forms an interesting um, plot hole in the um, fictionalized account of uh, Pokemon Champion Red's life. Um, The main character, uh, Ash Ketchum, catches a Tauros in an episode that never made it to the United States um, because of a bunch of adults... No, a bunch of adults point shotguns at uh, the children main characters and threatened to shoot them uh, until they're dead. Uh, so they didn't bring that one to the US. But in in that episode, Ash caught like 20 Tauros by accident because he it fell over. His, it was, oh, you know the exact number? I was just saying a big number. <laughs> um, 
And, like, he just drops his- he falls over and drops his Pokeballs, and it, like, lands in a herd of Tauros, and he catches all of them. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's crazy that it wasn't allowed, because if there's one thing Americans don't love, it's pointing guns at children. Uh, I think it was, like, right after Columbine is why. Yeah, that didn't stop anyone else from doing that, though. (laughs) Yes, that's true. (laughs) Uh, we like to make sure that art does not represent the things we- love doing in real life, like murdering each other with guns. Um, it was weird, though, because then later he uh, goes and visits Professor Oak and is like, hey, how are my Pokemon doing? And he's like, your Kingler, which the audience knows about, is good. And then all these Tauros that the audience has never seen before are rampaging around. <laughs> uh, so that was is very strange. I feel like he might have caught something else in that episode, but I don't know about it. Doesn't cool. he get a Dratini or something? I don't know. Well, that would be fun for him if he got one. Uh, no, I guess he just... Oh, he uses uh, Tauros uh, later on the Orange Islands. <laughs> a herd of 30 Tauros. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, oh, he tries to catch a Rhyhorn and misses and catches a passing Tauros by accident instead. Uh... So, I guess that's it for this episode. Thanks for stopping by. We hope to see you again.